Greetings, listeners. I, Daniel, the Keeper of Arcane Secrets, guide you now to the quiet little town of Radiance, Yukon. It is November 15th, 1922, and the sun will not rise for another 37 days. During this time, Radiance, the nearby outpost, Fort London, and all of the towns in the quiet Canadian Arctic are isolated from both themselves and the rest of the world. For the last two days, a small group of visitors have been watched from the rooftops by gigantic crows as they have been attacked by crazy people, wolves, and monsters beyond their most horrible nightmares. None of them were prepared for the terror that would be their fates. While each of them came to this lonely corner of the world with the promise of new opportunities and a better life, they left their train as total strangers. And now they must depend on each other for their very survival. As they explored the nearby mine geological outpost and have been taken on a tour of a nearby Inuit encampment, they have discovered that there is a great evil stalking these lands, and a sinister presence has started taking over the town. Shortly after their arrival, Nurse Gertrude Cornelius discovered the corpses in Radiance do not necessarily stay dead. At the scientific outpost, Detective Martin Noir found evidence of the madness that falls upon anyone who's infected by strange, large, black worms with teeth. The next day, the mysterious man known only as Gunther detonated some TNT in a shack outside the mine and uncovered a crater covered in these wet, screaming worms. Moses T. Ripley was mentored briefly by the nearby Inuit tribe and shown an ancient chant that seems to hold the evil at bay. And when they returned to the outskirts of town, Charity Flanagan distracted and consoled a terrified young girl while her mother underwent a brutal and desperate surgery and was forced to leave her riches behind. Let us take a moment now to find out who this wealthy young lady truly is. My name is Charity Flanagan and I'm played by Mieka. I am 21 years old and I am the sole heir to the Flanagan estate. I'm originally from North Carolina and the reason I'm coming to Radiance Yukon is to expand my father's fortune by continuing his search for gold. To be completely honest, I grew up rather poor. My father was absent for the majority of my life until my mother approached me with a letter my father, dying of a fatal sickness, left me his fortune. Me, a 16-year-old mixed girl from North Carolina, became the sole heir to the Flanagan estate. At 16, I was able to invest in the best tutors and buy the most expensive things. My father's most trusted advisor insisted I invest in something. So I decided to follow in my father's footsteps and finish what he started. Mechanically, my main two statistics are appearance and education and my worst two stats are strength and dexterity. My luck is average, my sanity started at 65, and I have 10 hit points. The investigator skills that I'm most proficient with are persuasion, firearms, charm, language, psychology, and acting, and I'm extremely wealthy. 
You can follow my player on Instagram at underscore it's Mieka. That's underscore I-T-S-M-I-A-C-A. Now, after barely escaping a monster in the general store and saving an off-putting little drunken miner who had been hiding from diseased and twisted rodents, the group is caught out in the open. As abominations that were once townsfolk stalk the night looking for prey, above them the crimson and violet streaks of the aurora borealis shimmer and casts an eerie light on the nearly empty streets. Join me now as I return to the imperiled and frightened few survivors who are trying to escape the dangers of the deep dark of radiance. Southeast down, um, what's the diagonal one? Broadway? Yeah. And down, then down the, the, the alley around the back of building four. We'll try and lose these fuckers straight away. Okay. Reminder right. it's the courthouse. Run, run, run. Run, run, run. I need everyone to do me a favor and roll a dexterity. Please. Please, please, please. Isn't the courthouse also where the things would be? Ooh, extreme Real success. I am successful. The courthouse, Megan is trying to tell us, is where the ammo is. Um, you guys are running down Broadway, dipping into the alley behind Building 4, which is the courthouse. This is where your town hall, your town museum, uh, this is where like the heritage museum of the town uh, rests, and uh, more importantly, where the jail is, which... Several people in this room have had unfortunate incidences happen in that courthouse. So, you all run. What are the dexterity checks? Uh, I got a 69. Is that a pass? Yeah. Okay. It is with me. I'm, I had to push it, and I'm going to spend some luck to make it a pass. Okay. Hard success. Rip. Hard success. Uh, 78, which is a pass. Let's pass. And then an extreme success mm-hmm. for uh, Ms. Charity Flanagan of the, of North, the North Carolina, Carolina Flanagans. Flanagans. Thank yes. you. Um, <laughs> Charity uh, nopes the fuck out. Where's Bernice? Uh, Charity f- is following him and quickly passes the 67-year-old man. Uh, hot on his ankles is Rip. Um, you would note that this thing is monstrously bigger than you are. It is, it is taller, it is wider, it is thicker than you are. And it is also missing half of its head. So you might recall who it might be. Anyways, uh, you guys are all... Everyone succeeded, so you booked down Broadway and down the alleyway behind... Can I roll uh, intelligence to see if I can... You can! Uh, that's a success. It's Ryan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you recognize Ryan at least Charity blew his head off. Yes, the beginning. Yeah. Oh. I would never have figured that out because I am me. not smart. <laughs> Matt, might, but not me. As you reach the corner of the alleyway, 
You are hearing the sounds of shuffling and moving all around you. You hear the active cawing of these crows above you, which has this weird, almost wet, gurgling noise to it, adding to to this cacophony of sound that is erupting around this town as you get uh, as you guys are running. The town is coming alive. You are hearing movement everywhere, sound everywhere as you guys make your way into this alley. This alley is narrow. Um, and in front of you, as you are running between what looks like a residence's building, this is a uh, six-story, plain gray, wooden concrete building next to you. And to your side is what would be the main like town hall courthouse side of uh, the courthouse. And you're running past. There are barred windows all the way along on your right-hand side as you guys are making your way down this path. However, you come upon two doors. There's one on the left and one on the right. One would lead into this apartment building. The other would lead into the courthouse. Bernice Grant is going to stop, hold up with his uh, pickaxe and go, left to right, left to right, left to right. Into the courthouse, right, for the ammunition stuff? Yeah, we said we were going to the courthouse. Yeah, into the courthouse. Okay. Um, He is going to drive his shoulder into the courthouse door and bounce off of it. I'm going to try the handle. It's locked. Okay. Just, I, I was worth a shot, right? Yeah. Now, now try your foot. No. Uh, I'm going to kick it. Okay. Uh, Grant backs up and, like, holds his pickaxe up, like, his treasured pickaxe against his uh, chest. I'm gonna, no, no, you two. Come on. I'm not kicking it. Count of three. One, two, three, go. Uh, just, uh, oh. All right. One, two, three, go. Uh, so I have advantage. Rip and gun. Kick Rip and go. Oh, that's a hard success. You drive your foot through the handle on the door and note that the wood has got this wet, uh, rotten consistency of it. It's almost like you're kicking through uh, a wet stump. Um, And the handle cracks out of the frame. The door swings towards you um, as you've broken the handle off. You look inside. Good job, gun. Um... Inside is a uh, large foyer in front of you uh, with a couple overturned desks and the walls and the floor of this wooden building, it's this oak-looking wood, are just slick and oily-looking. You hear sounds uh, starting to converge on your location. Yeah, we're all getting. Okay. Close the door, should we ram a desk up against it? Oh, it's a pitten. Yeah, sure. The door swings out, as you recall. Never mind. Well, I don't think these things are intelligent enough to pick the pit now, if we can do it on the outside. Okay, but then someone's stuck outside. Fuck it! Just get in and hide. Okay, uh, everyone flows into the building. There are uh, <laughs> two sets of double doors on either side of you. The one to your immediate right, as everyone floods into this building, um, which is darkened, but the external light of the aurora is filling this little front area you see placards above each door. The ones in the front of the hall, you don't quite see what they say, these placards, but the ones next to you, you see one that says Heritage Exhibit and the other one that says Jailhouse. So the one that says Jailhouse is on your right, the one that says Heritage Exhibit is on your left. Heritage Exhibit. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Let's go in there. Uh, Would the Jailhouse someone that could be... uh ally. Any enemy of them is an ally for us? Yeah, they probably won't like me too. Roll listen checks, please. I do not hear a bloody thing. 
Two. Hard success. Extreme success. Two. I don't hear anything. Uh, Gun got a regular success. Regular success. Oh, no. So, uh, how you doing there? <laughs> Martin Black. That failed. Okay, uh, failed so the detective, like usual, fails to detect. Uh, you asked you ask that question, you know, is there anyone in the jailhouse that could be an ally? Hold on a second, I'll check. And then... <laughs> And then at that point, you start hearing the clanging of bars against bars, and uh, a uh, man's voice, you know, help, help, somebody. All right, uh, we don't have time for this. I'm doing the heritage ex- uh, exhibit. Who's coming with me? Split up. There's six of us. Uh, I'm going to the jail. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with the big guy. I'm going to heritage exhibit. All right, three of us. No one in that jail is going to want to work with me. I'll go with you. He might need help. Oh, yeah. uh, you need persuade. We, we need persuasion. We need... We need someone to be smooth with the guy. <clears throat> Here we go. All right, so let's do the heritage exhibit first. Sure. Who is going to the heritage exhibit? Two of us and, and Bernie. Okay. You guys turn to the left to head on into the heritage exhibit? Yep. Yeah. Got my revolver out. I'm okay. packing. You open up the double doors, and inside you see several uh, glass cases all the way along with placards and various... Um, items kind of inside these things. You can't quite see what's going on. There's a little bit of purple-red light that is flowing into the uh, room from the windows. You can't quite make out what is inside of these things, but there's a lot of tall, like, chest-height compartments everywhere. I'm going to take a second, and I'm going to get out my, like, hood, my hooded lantern and just yeah. like, um, light it. Last session, you I left the flashlight left the flash yeah, behind. Yeah, no, I know that. Okay, just letting you know. Clearly, you already did. It's cool. Yeah. So you pull out the hood lantern. Um, yeah, and I light it. Okay, you light it. Uh, you look through. The, this area seems to have been closed off for a while now. There's not a lot of traffic in through here. There is old prospector equipment and uh, furs and like photos of Inuit uh, people in tribes and whatnot. Paintings, Inuit art. Uh, artifacts that were found in like the old cabin and settlement before this became a large city uh, that was uh, started by the prospectors that would come up here during the gold rush, uh, during the Yukon gold rush in the 1660s. Like, all right, I'm only going any anything that makes light, anything that's going to give us any hints about what's going on at the mine, and anything to be used as a weapon. Yeah, like a hammer. Uh, we'll take it. Yeah. Okay. Anything that we can Anything find. Anything that falls into those categories. Okay, uh, you guys make your way into the room. I need, uh, let's do spot, spot hidden. Um, I'm also going to think about that disc that my good buddy Gun has. Okay. Hanging around his neck, and I'm going to be like, uh, Grant, smash open the thing, get all the little artifacts. Uh, I rolled a 63, so I'm going to use a point of luck to get to 62 for success. Okay. Hard success, or extreme success on spot hidden. I got a 17. Extreme? Yeah. Okay, cool. Bernie opens up the uh, crate full of the little artifacts and whatnot. Like, these are the ancient artifacts that date before the settlements were here. So, that it, like, there's a couple chips of rock that seem to have some sort of old painting. On I, I put my hand on his shoulder and be like, don't touch any rocks with holes in it. What? Porous iron, don't touch it. Anything else, grab it. Oh, uh, uh, all right, sure. Um, and he just starts... Shoveling the stuff into a bag sure. that he has. Uh, you do note that one of these artifacts, uh, with your extreme uh, success there, as he's sweeping it in, is a amulet that looks a lot like the one that uh, Gun is wearing. Okay. It's 
a little bit more primitive, a little bit more rough looking, definitely not as refined, but it clearly has that same like tentacle shape, that worm shape that's on it, right? All right. Are, how are we doing on weapons and light uh, sources? Weapons and light sources, what did you get? Uh, I, I got a success. 67. You got a success. Yeah. Uh, you make your way over to the old prospector gear, and there's actually a large uh, pickaxe there that looks immaculate. Like Time has not touched this thing. Um, people have kept really good care of this, and there is a little plaque that has been riveted onto the head of this uh, pickaxe that says this pickaxe belonged to, uh, or is rumored to belong to the first person who uh, set up in this area and uh, named it Radiance. Named the Valley of the Radiance Is there a name on there? There is. is... I imagine the plaque doesn't just say his... (laughs) No, uh, it's Edmund Boyle. Edmund Boyle. Would you like Edmund Boyle pickaxe? Sure. Uh, As you grab the pickaxe, it's quite light, even though it is uh, made of iron. It is quite light, and the uh, handle is well-oiled and, and well taken care of. I cast Identify. As a ritual, or are you wasting as well? Take time. In terms of other weapons, you find like a couple old uh, like railway spikes uh, commemorating when the railway was being built in and, and stuff like that. Uh, but the key thing that you noticed is in a box covered with thick glass um, in a crate surrounded by straw are three incredibly old-looking sticks of dynamite. Uh, uh, He's going to say guns. Uh, Rip. Uh, These are incredibly old-looking. Yeah. We need to be very careful. Yeah. Would you like some? I've already got seven. We should give these three to Bernie. You're right. Uh, I will try and lift the glass case off. It's locked. I will pick the lock. Okay, pick the lock. Uh, I'm going to look around for, like, headlamps or anything else. No, could you please assist me by holding the light over? Yes, absolutely. I'm going to give you advantage on this. Okay. Uh, You will note that there are uh, three helmets that have, like, the little old miner, like, candle hole (laughs) thing on them. They stick a candle and light (laughs) the candle. Yeah. Yep. So there's there's mining caps here. All right. Do they have candles in them? What the hell do I roll for? Is it sleight of hand? No, there's a lock pick mechanism. It's, it's oh, locksmith. I was, look, I was looking for pick lock. Locksmith. I thought you actually put points oh, on this. Oh, good. Hard success, but I had advantage, so I might do better. I did not, but I did get a hard success. Okay, uh, you hear a satisfying click, and uh, you you know you've popped the lock. You open it up. Inside is this crate of old dynamite. I'm going to give it to Bernard. No, Bernie. Bernice. I don't know, man. I like grants. Can I inspect it to see, like, Yes, how... you can. I, I don't know if I trust this. Uh, I'm, I'm already there. I'm going to do it as well with the light. Do we get advantage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I just rolled 11, but I will roll with advantage again. And what am I doing? Spot hidden here or investigate? Spot hidden. Spot hidden, I rolled 11, which is an extreme I, success. I got a hard success. Okay. You have three sticks of dynamite that have been delicately placed in straw. Everything about these things looks like they should be very volatile sticks of dynamite that you should be incredibly careful. I'm sorry, why are these in a museum as well, by the way? (laughs) Just sat there ready to go. There's a little plaque saying, uh, describing the uses of early forms of TNT and dynamite with, with images of like a old prospector guy 
missing 15 teeth and like holding one of these things above Do his I head. think that they'll work like they will work? Is it a picture of Bernard? It is not a picture of Bernice. Okay, yeah, I'll take them. I guess I'll put them in my bag. You're just going to slip them in your bag? Yes. You should give them... No, I'm not there. Never. Give them to Bernice. Give them to Grant. He, oh, he's with us, hey? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bernice uh, takes this Tante. Uh, I I vote no. Why? Pourquoi? That shit's old, and if I jostle it too hard, it'll blow. Then don't jostle it. Please, the table. Yeah. No. You remember that big guy we saw outside? Yeah. Yeah. If he jostles it, he'll also blow up. So. I'm going to take one of these and I'm going to very stealthily go back to the doors and balance it on the freaking front, on the on the handle of the door. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. What if it's... Hey, I got an idea actually as well. Is there anything we can make like kind of like a catapult slingshot thing out of? See where I'm going with this? You would need surgical tubing and uh, a... Or even if we get a long pole or a cup or something, then just something on them, then we can just lob it. Like with cross style? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Is this is a bad idea? Is this a bad idea? Me putting this on the door handle? No, fuck, go for it. Go uh, all right, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, hey, is there a broom or something around? I need a long pole. I Yeah, you find uh, there's, there's several... St- the sticks with sharp points on the end that they would use to like move stuff around to and scrape the ground to see if uh, there was a sheet of gold. Sure, I also need friend. a small pan. A small pan? Yeah. Uh, you're, you're in a literal spot where they would pan for gold. So yeah, there there is a small. Like, is, there, is there a decent sized wick on this as well? Uh, it's about six inches long. I'm gonna take the wick out. I'm just gonna put the TNT. Pulling a wick out of a stick yeah. of dynamite is not. Yeah, I would like to take some. This some, we have a longer fuse than the other ones. I would like to take some uh, some twine or some fine rope or whatever I can find around and, and wrap, 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 and fix this pot to the end. Okay, of the I would like for you to roll a survival check. Slide of hand. Let's go slide of hand. Or survival, whatever is best for you. Well, I just got a hard success and a slide of hand. All right, yeah. You pot. lash together a... Pot. A small pot. A small pot on a, a uh, rod. On a rod, yeah. Yeah. This will be my dynamite launching rod. Uh, well, you guys are lashing that and delicately placing uh, six of dynamite on doors. And Grant is sitting there going, this is a bad idea, this is a bad idea, this is a bad idea, this is a bad, bad, bad idea. Um, and is like walking back and he's grabbing a... Uh, tapestry things off the wall, like these these large Inuit uh, tapestries. And he pulls this off the wall and lays it down and goes, hey, look at this. Okay. What am I looking at? It is, it is uh, native art. Kind of central to it is the silhouette of a, a man clad in black with crows and, and wolves at his feet. And standing against him are with, with like spear and a torch are these other humanoid figures who are standing around him, and it's this, it's this, this man in black kind of central to it all. Do we recognize this dude? Is this him? This looks exactly like the dude you saw in your watch last night. <laughs> oh. Um. I well, I told them that I'd seen the guy. Yeah. Yeah. This is the guy that I saw. This is uh, if I oh. saw him. This is not good. Okay. Uh. Well, it's something we should have, uh, we'll ask Charity about this. We'll remember this. We'll ask her. Sure, I don't know. Yeah. And uh, do they live longer than regular people? 
Uh, uh, look, I got intelligence. I got to roll. See if I can figure something out. Hey, that worked. This is obviously a prophecy or something. Um, this this thing. Uh, this is uh, labeled. You look on the wall where the plaque is. Uh, my intelligence allowed me to see. Well, no, no. You look at the plaque, and it it just says simply, uh, Inuit art circa fourteen hundred. Fourteen hundred. Wow. That's like two hundred years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you you look you look. <laughs> 500 but it's good um, you you look at uh, you look back at this thing and you are seeing designs on the cloaks of the Inuit that you recognize from these markings that they had kind of scrawled around the town the little uh, tent village that they had that you caught when mm-hmm. you, were, you saw these runes marked around um, you also see uh, in the edges of this thing like a border almost there are Brown runes that match those that you found in the scientific outpost. Okay, I can take a picture of this. Let's not do the flash. Are there windows in this room? There are windows in this room. <laughs> uh, there are windows in this room. Yeah. Let's. And not. you are still hearing like the dim noises all around you of creatures and whatnot stirring. Like uh, the town is coming alive. Let's go and get charity planning of the North Carolina Flanagans. Yeah. I, bring I, her in here. I hope Gun is okay. <laughs> you guys move over to the actual jailhouse. And you open the door, and inside is a uh, large room, and surrounding each corner of the room are several iron barred cells. And as you walk in, you note that there are three people in the cells. There is, uh, more, most prominent than anything else, there is a 38-year-old man, uh, scruffy 5 o'clock shadow, hasn't shaved in a couple days, um, tired, disheveled looking. Uh, he looks like he's been beaten um, in some way, shape, or form, and he, he has got both hands clasped on the door of this cell and he's slamming it against the opening, and he's screaming, help! Um, help me, get me out of here, get me out of here, quick! And he's slamming this thing. Um, on the ground behind him, is a, what you would guess is a middle-aged woman. She is kind of slumped against the cage. She's unaffected by this noise, uh, and she seems to be breathing shallowly. uh, shallowly. Her blonde hair is draped over her face, and she's wearing very simple but dirty garb. And then sitting in one of the other cells is uh, Inuit man, who is got a uh, pen knife and he is just sitting there carving what looks like a, a small chunk of wood that he has somehow like pried up from the floorboards and he's just sitting there carving it um, also completely unaffected hmm. well first I'm going to approach the man a bit making it all that racket okay uh, you open the door and he looks up and, go, and uh, his eyes go wide he goes oh 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 good uh, uh, let me out let me out the, the keys are in the desk the keys are in the desk Okay, oops, but you need to keep your voice down? What? Less noise. You need to get me out of here now. She's going to wake up, so get, let, let me out. Are you Darren? Who? <laughs> Darren? No, my name's George. George what? George Webb. George Webb. Okay. I'll go over the desk if I can find these keys he speaks of. Okay. Uh, roll a spot hidden. <laughs> You're right, Darren. <laughs> um, I'm going to push that. 
That makes it just a regular success. Regular success? Yeah. Uh, you walk over and you actually see in the top drawer. And you open it up. And inside are uh, keys. There's also a uh, small statue uh, that you see there. And it is uh, small, round, and, 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 and um, it's humanoid shaped, but it's got uh, hundreds of little eyes all over it. Is it inside the drawer? It's inside the drawer. As you open it, there's the keys and this little, like, round, ovoid statuette covered in eyes rolls forward. I'm going to take the keys and I'm just going to close the drawer. Uh, and then I'll I run see. over and see if I can figure out what. Before you unlock it, why do you want away from her so quickly? Um, <laughs> uh, she was sick uh, and she hasn't moved in about, uh, oh, like five hours. And now she just started breathing when the noise started happening. Get me out of here. Open her eyelid for me. We'll color her eyes. Roll a persuade. Maybe you should roll a persuade. Uh, no, no. Charity. You're the one that said it. No. I'm hiding behind her. Uh, hard pass, friend. No. Get me out of here now. Well, have you been bitten? No, I'm good. I'm good. He lifts up his arms. He's gotten, like, uh, he's been beaten. Like, he's bruised, but he's got no open wound. How does she get in there with you if you're a prisoner? Oh, uh, it's my wife. Prisoners? Oh. Huh? Uh, we we were, and then she started acting weird, and and uh, get me out of here, please. I'm gonna take my hunting knife and throw it through the bars. Tell him to dispatch her, and then give me the knife back, and then we will let him out. Oh, that's harsh, man. That's cold. Real cold. Wow. I'm not opening that freaking door if there's something evil in there. <laughs> Roll up your swing. Nope. He grabs the knife, looks back towards this woman who he says was his wife. I can't do that, man. Just get me out of here, please. Before she gets up and you see one of her hands start to twitch. Go unlock the other cell. Let the other guy out. Do it. I'm going to point my gun at him. I'm going to go unlock the other cage. Okay. Uh, you go and go to unlock the other cage. Um, and it clicks. It's mm-hmm. same key. He opens it up. And uh, the man there looks up and goes, oh, thank you very much. Slowly stands up and uh, walks forward towards you and offers you his hand. He's about uh, 37 years old, but his hair is long and delicately braided. He's wearing what almost looks like a uh, feminine style dress. Got uh, the the embroidered style collar to this dress. And uh, he extends his hand to you and says, "My, my name's Wash. And he walks out and closes the door behind him and says, We should leave now. Yes, there are a couple of things we need to finish dealing with and we'll be on our way. Leave him. We should leave. Why would we leave him? Uh, They came in here the same time with the same level of wounds. I'm going to keep pointing the gun at him. I have a question for you. Yes. How close to the catering? Uh, I'm not going to be anywhere close enough that he can grab me, swipe at me, do anything okay. like that. He's going to take the dagger and whip it at you. Wow. Shit. Okay. No. Oh, no. Should I bother dodging? Yes. Always worth a try. Oh, my God. Uh, nope. That's okay. Okay. Uh, because he critically failed. 
Oh yeah, he stabbed himself. Uh, he grabs the blade <laughs> to throw it and hucks it as hard as he can as he's grabbing the, onto the bars of the uh, door of the cage and opening the door that was clearly unlocked and he's whipping this thing at you. As he does this, the girl behind him stands up with her extended fingernails and she lets out this scream. The dagger bounces off the bars and embeds in the ground right next to your feet. Okay. I'm gonna unload on him. Like. Yes! <laughs> I was standing behind him, so I'm gonna shoot as well. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I'd like for both of you to make attacks, please. Who has the higher decks of the two of you? I think. Uh, 90. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, gun? So, burst of three. Uh, you have to hit the hard success. For all three? Yes. Uh, nope. So your first shot goes wide? Yep. Uh, 96, that's also a no. Uh, and I'll use one luck to make the last one hit. Yes! Okay, go ahead, roll damage. Seven. Uh, you unload, and the, your shots are going wide. You, as you are delicately placing this band, this, this uh, stick of dynamite on the door, and your hand lets go and you're stepping back, here, three gunshots go off All right. from the jail cell. I, I'm just, okay. just going to not breathe for a second and go, I hope Gun's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. Um, you miss your first two shots. Your second shot, however, clips him right in the center of, uh, of his body mass, and he goes, yeah. The, the girl is still standing up behind him, uh, eyes red with rage. Cherry. Can I move as well? Yes, you can. Yeah. I want to block the door and yell at Gertie to come lock it real quick. Okay. You run forward, grab the bars of the door, and slam it closed. It's a pull. Sure. What is your dexterity? 59. 59. Okay. You would get... Well, you get your shots off now. Your shot. Which oh, is can I roll for rifle? <laughs> which is Jesus, eighty-five. <laughs> yeah, she's the best shot you. in the group. You're better with a rifle than gun. She's better than the big game hunter and the cop. That is a uh, a hard success. You are going to roll max damage. Uh, so you have max damage with your uh, shot, which I believe is the two d six for your rifle. Your thirty cal. Is it the lever action rifle? Yeah, thirty yeah. caliber. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Damn, so you're going to do uh, 12 damage, um, plus because it's yep. a oh, well, hard success, it's just uh, uh, max damage. You carefully pick your target quite well, and you capture her right in the jaw, and you see half of her face just be removed as this bullet, uh, it sprays blood and bone against the wall, and she goes down, giving you enough time to run over, grab the bars, and slam it closed for uh, Gertie to come over. Here she comes. Locks the door with a resounding click. Uh, I want to go listen. pick up my knife and spot anything else in this room, like maybe ammo. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to quickly, like, before we're on our way out, I'll probably grab, um, what was his name, Wash, and, like, open the door and be like, not to make assumptions, but do you know what this is? <laughs> the... Pointing at the eyeball thing. Are you grabbing it? I'm not grabbing it, it, just pointing at it. <laughs> 
What was your spot hidden? 88, which is a pass. Nice. There are no guns. There are no ammunition in the jailhouse. Um, <laughs> the, you, you don't find any of that. You do get your gun. Um, there is a leather uh, duster hanging off one of the walls that has like a town sheriff badge hanging on it. Well, and there's, there's, there's a uh, nameplate that says Sullivan on it. And this is like an old beaten leather duster. It's fur lined on the inside. Dibs. <laughs> hey, it's gonna match my flight jacket. Ripping good. <laughs> yeah. Lord. Yeah. Uh, so you grab the coat. All of you guys leave. Um, this this person that follows you, the the native person, as you point to that thing, goes, "Don't touch that." Leave behind. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we're still not here. Hey, we're in the other room still. Uh, you're in the other room, but you hear uh, their footsteps as they get close. You've heard four shots go. Oh, let's run it. So you guys are coming out of the room as you guys are watching at the same time, and you have Wachinkasapa. Or Wachinkasapa. What's going on? We heard three shitty shots and one good shot. Um, hold on. Before anything, don't go out that door. And I point out the back door that I'm booby-trapped. <laughs> also, we probably should be standing in this hallway. We should probably leave quite quickly. We've yeah. made quite a ruckus. Yes, you have. Uh, you guys make your way further down the hallway. There are two more doors as you get closer. What do the blacks say? Which the one? one on the right is town hall. The one on the left is courthouse. And you would know, uh, as a detective, the courthouse is where the um, sheriff and uh, like all the desks were when you came in this building. Oh, they'll have their own personal guns and stuff, maybe in the desk. Yep. Yep. Uh, into that one, courthouse. All right, everybody together. Let's go. Okay. Allons-y. Uh, you bust through the door there, and you see that same, uh, the bullpen area, which had the several desks. There's the shattered um, glass uh, that you broke when you were trying to shift the desk. Looks around. like something terrible is happening here. That window was broken. <laughs> you see that the uh, wood pony wall that had that gate that you had to walk through the first time, yeah. um, where you had talked with uh, Deputy Sh- uh, Sadie. Right. That older woman. It has been broken off and off on the side um, of the opening. And you see the desks have been kind of pushed to clear this path. And you see this streak of blood with ample footprints leading to and from the back hall, which leads up into the second floor where the deputies' rooms and the sheriff's rooms were. You also see the sheriff's room itself, and it has been torn apart. There's uh, The desk has been thrown through the window that separates the bullpen from the sheriff's uh, office, yeah. and uh, you see like all of his trophies, because he had all these he had guns mounted and heads and stuff. He had a bunch of guns, too. Um, all of that's been like thrown on the ground and throughout this place. It looks like someone has just raged. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's gear up. Got just guns and ammo? I'm running around looking for medical kits or anything that could yeah. be used for. Were there medical. any light sources as well? Uh, your guys' light source right now is your lantern. Only, your lantern, okay. Uh, just so you know, you guys hear movement coming from outside, uh, and you have shattered the glass, so there is an easy way into this room. Okay, everybody go to the corner. Can we push a desk up against the wall? Yeah. Rip and gun. You want to give me advantage? Yeah. No, what did you roll? 97. Oh, for fuck. Okay. But I got a success. Okay. But by like a mile. Uh, gun, you go to grab a hold of, a, of one of the desks to push to help rip out with it, and you slip on this trail of blood in front of you, and you land hard on your chest and your belly. 
Okay, you hear something crack and break as you land. I need uh, you with that little initial push of energy. Manage to get this thing up, and where are you putting this desk up in front of the, that? Yeah, broken window. In front window. of the broken window. You lean it up against the broken window. As you do that, I need everyone to roll dexterity checks. Uh, to drop as you see one of the lumbering shapes of this massive creature walk outside the window. Sorry, dexterity? Yeah. yeah. Uh, those of you who are further away from the window, so uh, Charity, Gertrude, Martin, you guys get advantage and uh, on the roll. On the... Can I get advantage because I'm like right up against yeah, the Yeah, yeah. Everyone has advantage. You're already on your belly. Yeah, do I have to roll? No, no, you're All right. right. Uh, success. Hard success. Okay. Everyone drops as you hear the iron grinding against concrete of this uh, form walk by the front window. Its its shape almost blocks out the window itself. It is huge and fat. And and, uh, you see, vaguely through the dusty windows, you see the wreathing forms underneath its skin as it moves by. And you hear this gurgling noise as it is breathing. This is the one missing half a face. Okay. Okay. Um, you are noting that its uh, hands are long and claw-like, and as it makes its way past, you see a uh, dagger wound, uh, like a knife wound, that's probably about eight inches wide now at this point, right at the base of the head, base of the skull. Hit it. That's, that's me. Yeah. Um, guys, okay. Guys, guys, you booby-trapped the door out there, right? No. Would it? Is it walking along the same side of the building that no, the is on? No, not it's, the one that's booby trapped. It's still on Main Street. It is on Main Street. It is walking up Main Street. Okay. You do know that there might be some other forms coming down the alleyway, but so far nothing has. Uh, okay. Let's get these here. guns and ammo. What? Are, what guns are in there, and what ammo do we get? I need you to roll a spot hidden. Okay. If you're looking for the guns, Dave. I need you to roll a Constitution check, please. Are you rolling to find first aid? First aid. Yeah. All right. I'm rolling for light sources. Push this. Okay. Charity. I'm gonna roll. Um, roll for ammo. Okay. Hard pass. Sweet. Hard pass. Um, really you feel a sharp pain in your chest as as you are uh, lying on the on the ground, and you get up and you see that the medallion around your neck is splintered in half, and there is a black worm embedded in your chest and it is slowly starting to eat its way into your <laughs> chest. <laughs> Great look. Oh yeah, Miek was not pleased with that shit. No. You take two damage. Okay. But you manage to grab this thing by the tail as you go and with your uh, woodsman experience, pinch the head and like, uh, typical leech removal. You pull this thing off, throw it on the ground and stomp on it. Excellent. You still have that wound, you've still taken two damage but you have managed to avoid becoming infected. Can I do a quick first aid to try to... Okay, that's no, you can't. Okay. Uh, gave you, that you, need, you need like a minute to do first aid. Uh, the person at the store house that I got my other supplies from. Yeah. Uh, okay. Guns. I got an extreme success with a three. You find buried underneath a uh, desk an elephant gun. Yes! This is a massive rifle. Brand new, shiny, chromed metal. Like, this thing looks beautiful and pristine. Okay. Um, And because of your extreme success, you find two shots for it. And they're these massive, massive... Mortar shells. (laughs) Pretty much. 
Um, this is a long thing, hey? So yeah. I'm basically gonna have to get someone to kneel down. I'm gonna put it over. It's got it's got like arms to rest at, like attached to it for like tripod shooting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gertie, does this come under firearms rifle though? Yes. Okay. Hard success. Hard success. Uh, you find a first aid kit tucked under one of the broken desks. Okay. Um, it is in pristine condition. Beauty. Extreme success. Extreme success. You are digging through one of the back closets. You take six points of damage. Um, you see this old box that's covered by like old police uniforms and 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 uh, there's like a box of old paperwork on it. And you move that off to the side to open it up, and inside are two batteries and an old clasp for a old flashlight with two batteries. So I have a flashlight with two batteries. Yeah. Okay. The other guns have been taken. And the other guns are no longer there. Uh, let's search the desks outside as well for any revolver ammo since they are spotted. What were you looking for? Guns and ammo, anything uh, that can be useful. Okay, uh, what was your role as well? Go ahead, roll it. I was fail. I was looking for ammo. Yeah, you don't find any ammunition. It seems like um, you don't find much. Well, cool. let's get let's get Grant and Wash to give her a hand. Uh, okay. To give her advantage. Maybe she'll finally succeed on a roll. Yeah, go ahead. They'll give you advantage. Yes. Oh, super no. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 94-74. Yikes. There's no ammo on the ceiling. I rolled a four for my spot. <laughs> this game just does not like me. For your spot, you rolled a four. Yeah, so extreme pass. Extreme success. You're not going to find guns and ammo, but what you will find is you find a a finger that has been severed and off to the side. It is in the far left side of the room, and uh, around it is a wedding ring. Okay. And it's a feminine wedding ring. Hey, what's, is there an inscription or anything on that ring? Uh, I, I'm looking for that now. You uh, pull it off, and on the inside is... Uh, for Sadie, I will always love you, written on the inside band. Oh, Sadie's dead. Uh, I'm gonna take the ring. Okay. Without the finger. Okay. What next? Um. Yeah, what next? What do you guys do next? Oh, let's put another 20 minute flute in this room somewhere. What do you think, guys? I would love for you to, except a massive explosion erupts from the back as uh, someone knocks the uh, dynamite off the wall. <laughs> there are a ton of windows here. Let's get over to the town hall. Yeah. Um. The building shakes as this uh, air explosion goes off. The force of it shatters the glass in the front of the building, leaving this entire area open now. Behind you, and you would know this, when you were here before, there was a back door that led out of the building from the bullpen area. Yeah. Uh, they took uh, who you know as Ryan through this area before, and, and you would know that. Okay. So, that's where we're going to go? Um, that is a way. There's a back way out of here if you want it. There's a back way out of here if we want it. Oh, back yeah, she's good. Let's go. Um, gun. I'm going to need to borrow your shoulder. We're going to have to carry this elephant gun out of here like a, like a log. And it's not that big, is it? It's a massive rifle. It's yeah, still but, a rifle. But it's, it's still a rifle. You oh, can hear it? it by yourself, yeah. Oh, I saw a picture of an elephant gun once. It was like... On, like, a dude's shoulder or something. Yeah, it's about three feet long, but uh, you're going to need someone to... Because it's so oh, right, top-heavy, okay. you're you know, weighted at the front, you're going to okay. need I'll something. Okay, I'll just strap it. I'll just put it in my back. But the big part's the, the caliber of it. All right, yeah. I'm going to uh, quietly open the exterior door. Quietly open the exterior door? And peek out, yeah. 
from the back ho- the back end? No, it's the whatever one you just said leads out from the bullpen area. As you guys are moving back, you see Wash walk over and very calmly, he's going to grab the double doors from the, that go back into the hallway and he's going to close them and pull a chair and tuck it up underneath the thing and turn back to you and go, now we should leave? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he calmly follows you guys out. Yeah. So where does this door exit out to on the main street? Um, this door exits out onto um, just behind the building onto King George Boulevard. So like right into the alley? Yeah, right into the alley. There's actually this little fenced off area. And as you guys run out into this area, it is a mess. There is like a deep concave area that's been fenced off here that you guys are walking out into. Um, there's a pool of blood that is sitting there and tied to this table in the center of this area is this young man and surrounding him are five people and as you bust through the door i was opening it slowly yeah okay okay so as you open the door and look in you see this um and they are sitting there with one of these worms and it's in their hand and this guy's writhing and flailing on the table and they're reaching over to his mouth and slowly dropping this thing oh let's start lighting this shit up Okay, Terry, it's called Cthulhu. It's not Dungeons and Dragons. We need to get the fuck out. We don't have enough hit points to take on five people. Well, these guys... No, I'm saying these guys, if they're doing this, they're probably going to be able to... If there's five Are you guys them, closing the door to have this stock conversation? Yes, absolutely. Okay. No, but I'm saying if there's five of them, if we try and run past them, we're already outnumbered. But this is something we have to drop on them for. They're clearly the bad guys. They don't haven't seen us yet. They will see us if we run past them, and there's more of them. Well, there's five of them, there's seven of us. Okay, well, still. So let's line up some shots and on three. We have, they don't even know we're there. There's no fight back. They don't know we're there. Surprise round. Wash leans forward. What's the holdup? There. The situation. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh, fuck. Well, never mind. We can we wait past that drop a Molotov on them. We, we can't go back. There's some very angry creatures up front. So we have to go past these people. From the bullpen area, there was a way to get upstairs, right? Yep. That's probably a bad idea. Let's light them all on fire. Yeah. I have a Molotov cocktail in my hand right now. I'm assuming and they haven't turned around this yet. worm has already been put into the guy? Uh, you would assume by now, yeah. And you guys hear this guttural screaming outside. You've got your lacrosse stick. Let's you use want. it. Sure. Just stick it out the door. <laughs> How far away from the door are they? Uh, like 15 feet. But I can get back in real quick. And they get back in. Yeah, yeah, you could get, you could right, get back to 15 cocktail. feet away. I'll choose my firebomb. Okay. Yeah. Boom, I'll just throw it right in the middle. Okay, roll a throw. Uh, how many do you have? One left. Just one? Okay. Uh, can we set up a way so that when uh, you guys would have to get as far away from this door as possible if you're using dynamite but if you're using Molotov you might be fine yeah but I want to make sure that when the doors I'm I'm assuming we're just going to like bomb rush the door right kick the door throw the Molotov and try to just get the hell out of there so when the door opens I want to see if I can shoot one okay you're lining up the shot Remember, gunfire is not stuff. <laughs> Neither is a Molotov. Yeah, Did you want to tell the class, or should I? Bang! <laughs> it's, it's perpetual night. Terrence? Mm-hmm. I'm not very good at throwing things. And I did fail that throw. Can I give him How a badly? 
I go to 74. Okay, do you want to roll again and push it? No, Dan, I've done that already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's your push. Oh my god. <laughs> Good. Everybody dies here today and see. But I didn't critically fail. What this is roll. your guys' order of standing in the hallway? Well, they're probably out of the way and I'm around. I'm throwing a fiery thing and they're probably not very close. You swing open the door with this thing of uh, Molotov and you go to throw it and realize that there are five dudes standing directly in front of you. Their hoods are now down and they're wearing these so black they're wearing these black masks that are featureless. And there's just five discordant like sounds of surprise out of them and you have this Molotov above your head. And Standing behind them slowly, you see this form get up and its fingernails are long, like its fingers have grown long and it's kind of twitching and, and, and pulsing. You still have this thing above your head. It is slowly burning. They're all going to take swipes at you with their daggers. Before I get my shit oh, because I missed? Because okay. you missed. Can I, can I shoot at something? Yes, you can. Shoot at the Molotov oh. cocktail. <laughs> what should I shoot at? I'm gonna go with the big guy. There, there are, yeah, from your perspective, you see like three guys standing in front of a door. Okay. And then, you know, him standing in the way. Ooh, that's a critical success. That's a hard success. All right, max damage. Uh, 16. All right. I should shoot too. Max damage. Which was 12. 12. Okay. I'm gonna shoot off my shotgun. Ooh. But he's standing right there. <laughs> yeah, okay, no, do it. Go ahead. I'm gonna need a hard success right now. <laughs> What's the total? Because uh, I see a 90. No, it's 88. 88? Out of 65. Do me a favor, roll damage. So if it's just one shot with a shotgun, it's 1d6? It's 2d6. It's 2d6. Okay. What the fuck, Megan? <laughs> <laughs> it's eight damage. Oof. <laughs> All right. You have this Molotov cocktail over your head. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I shouldn't have hesitated. I should have thrown it immediately. And um, <laughs> I will never... Let you, you hear these, you hear these again. surprise gasps, and then uh, a male voice, you know, uh, lunges at, like, the a grunt of lunging at you with a dagger, and his head just pops and explodes as you hear the gunfire behind you. The other one, gunfire, yeah. yeah. Uh, the next one, you hear the second shot go, and you see another guy take it in the neck, and he just hits the ground. And then you hear another shot, and then intense pain. You're taking all eight of that damage. Constitution check, please. I don't even know how to do that. Uh, you're rolling your constitution. Yeah, I'm all frazzled right now. Yep. Pass. You pass? Yeah, I did. Okay. I'm going to smash 14 points of luck in this to make it a hard pass. You're making it a hard pass? Yeah. Okay, then you will not fall prone with a Molotov above your head. Very, very nice. Uh, you take the shot and you, you pull this thing down and you shudder in pain as you get buckshot peppering your back. <laughs> Can I get any shots off of my revolver? Uh, no, you do have this in your hand though. 
I have a feeling we're just going to straight up do combat now. So uh, you pretty much get to go first. What are, what are our initiatives here? Uh, Dexterity. Uh, 72. 59. Okay, so it's going to be Gun, Martin, Rip, Gertie, and uh, Charity. What about Bernie and Wash? Bernie's going last. Wash is going second. Alright. I'm giving you your action first. How many are still stood in front of me? How many died? There are three in front of you, and slowly pulling itself off the table is one of these monstrosities that you recognize. I can disengage? Yeah. Well, I'll disengage and run away from them. Okay, what are you doing with the Molotov? Mm, can I run and then throw it back at them? It would not be a disengage if you do that. You could run, try to take the attacks. No. I'll disengage and just fucking uh, I'll disengage I'll have to hold on to that Molotov. Okay. You 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 turn and book it yeah. as these uh, three cultists um, stand in the doorway. Gun. Um, you see running towards you, one arm kinda held limply at his side. Mark Uh yeah, I'm gonna just shoot again, probably at the big bad guy this time. Okay, roll it. Pass. Uh, Normal ooh, success. Ooh. No, I'm gonna put five luck into it and make it a hard pass. All right. So max damage. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, sixteen. Sixteen? Yeah. Uh, and then I would like to take a few steps back, maybe so that um, he's between me and the door. <laughs> Uh, you take a couple steps back down the hallway, which, by the way, there is uh, a stairwell leading up next to you. There's this long hallway leading to this back door, and then there is a door that uh, washes closed. You shoot, and you see uh, the large monstrosity take it in the shoulder, and he, and he grunts in pain, this gurgling noise. As you see, like his form is rapidly shifting and changing in front of you as he's kind of getting up. You are hearing the sickening sound of bones being pulled apart and then reformed and then pulled apart again. Martin, it's now your turn. Is anybody near the people? No. Everybody's back? Mm -hmm. As a free action, can I just douse this flame on this Molotov? As a free action? Or, or I don't want to throw this. Just pull a rag out? I'll just pull the rag out. Alright. Okay, now I'm going to Fire three shots at the remaining bad guys. Extreme success on the first one. I'll do all three attacks first. Uh, 90, oh, sorry, 57. I thought it was 97. Okay. And then a miss. So extreme success and then two misses. Your first shot goes wide. Your second shot goes wide. And your third shot, you see a guy kind of starting to duck. And you aim just for his head. And you uh, pull the trigger. You are going to roll uh, impaling shot. How does this go here? Uh, you're going to roll max damage, but add a d6 to it. Max damage on the d6, or I just roll the d6? Uh, you're rolling the d6, and then you're adding max damage to that. 15 points in total. Oh, yeah, you catch this guy right in the like the dead center of the neck, and you see his head roll off, the skin on the side not being able to contain the weight with this mask and whatnot on it. And this head just rolls off to the side, and the body slumps on the ground. The two cultists are going to run down the hall, screaming at you. Uh, there is this 
weird guttural language erupting out of their mouth. It is assaulting to your ears as it come as they get close and it is affecting your mind. As these guys are yelling this, I need everyone to roll something. We're going to be pissed if I fail this. <laughs> good. Yep, I'm good. Failed. Passed. Failed. Passed. Okay, I need those who have failed, which just marked that. Roll an intelligence check real quick. Oh, God. Oddly enough, I'm actually quite intelligent. <laughs> 68. Yeah, I passed. You passed? Um, you are smart enough to understand the concept of what they're saying and to intellectualize the insanity of it. So, you are not stupid enough to be ignorant of the damage. Okay. Is basically what that means. You're going to take five sanity damage. So it just knocks my sanity down? Just is not a thing, my friend. Come on, crazy good thing. You faint. You are unconscious for... Eight rounds. Holy shit. Oh, that's fuck. like a minute and a half. Okay. Fuck. Mark that. These two guys running towards you, screaming these eldritch horrors in your ear, brings you back to a point in Montreal. Mm-hmm. A point you do not like to dwell on or think on very often. As you stand there, standing in front of your son, who has pulled a, a knife at you and you're screaming back and forth and the only words coming back to him you remember this conversation there was a there was a lot of back and forth between mm-hmm. you and him but this time each time he says something back to you it's the same cryptic ancient language that is being spun back to you and uh each time he says something you feel this ache in your brain like this physical like pulsing of pain and everything fades to black as you pull your trigger on your gun Rip, you see uh, Martin collapse right in front of you there. Uh, He is standing five feet away. He had managed to get around, fire three shots. And then as these two cultists came screaming up the um, way, and they are now like five feet from him. They are like right up to him. Um, Don't worry, I got this. They they are, oh God. So do you have your shovel handy? (laughs) You gotta wait for it. I need something better. Chain flail. So they're about 10 feet away from you. Yeah. When I click on the flashlight into the rides and start chanting that song from the Inuit village. Oh. <sighs> Roll an Remember education. Yeah. Um, well, with advantage. advantage. That song. I sang Whitney Houston nothing Oh, that is an extreme success. Oh, that's a nine. Shit. That is a nine. Ladies and gentlemen, Bravo. I'm not clapping. Screw you. <laughs> I just rolled two saves, just so you know, for them. Yeah. Um, one was an 88. Okay. The other one was a 95. Just so as you flick on the bright beam of these fresh batteries that you just found in this flashlight, right in these guys' eyes, you see these thin slits in these black masks where they would see out of. Um, and you start singing this song. They drop to their knees, weeping in that moment. And you see black ooze start to form on their odd-looking cloaks and whatnot as their ears start bleeding black. All right, I'm going to chant, and I'm going to look over at Wash, and I'm going to give him kind of like a, a motion to join me with this. Okay. Um, you're already- I'm going to walk up and shotgun them in close range. How many shotgun rounds do you have? This is my last one. 
you could get one of them. You're not going to be able to get both of them. There is still the big guy. The big claw guy. That's true. Which is... And he just dropped a weapon down on the ground. I'm passed out. Clutching my elephant weapon. Okay, never mind. You know what? What Gertie would do, anyways, is she would probably just grab him and try and pull him as far away from Okay, roll a string check. Charity, you're next. Push it! I'm going to. (laughs) Uh, For strength? Uh, Don't imagine that's a hard task for your strength. No, it's not. No, yeah, you uh, go to try to move him, and you hear a groan of pain as you realize you're grabbing him by the shoulder. You literally just shot him. Charity. Um, I'm going to shoot the guy. Okay. Now, is he still in my beam of light as well? Would this give advantage because I'm illuminating him? Uh, he is further back. These guys are casting shadow. Yeah, but I'm still illuminating. He, yes. Uh, th- this is not going to give her advantage. Oh, I just made it. What did she roll? Chips. Uh, 84. Which is a pass. 84 is a pass? Yeah. Oh, yeah. dear God. Hey, uh, Charity's better at guns than gun. Like, <laughs> so yeah, you're gonna roll two d six. Eight damage. Nice. You load another shot in and give another wicked shot into this thing's other shoulder. It is now standing there with labored breathing, and you still see its form like shifting and shaping. Um, you see what look like thick mandibles starting to peel its jaw apart as it's ex- as it's distending and extending down. It does not look happy. Wash is going to put up his hands and goes, Not my tribe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> good, good. Banned. I'm not going to stop changing. It's no. banned. That's potentially problematic. Bernie is going to walk forward and be like, uh, uh, and swing his pickaxe overhead into one of these guys. And he's just going to barely catch them along the, the front of the chest. And he's going to drag his pickaxe across their chest, and the guy's going to sit, uh, cry out in pain, and Bernie's going to hop back and hold his pickaxe to his chest. Gun. We'll shoot the big guy again. Okay. That is a hard pass. Okay. Uh, max damage? So, 16. 16. You get him right in the... Uh, center mass of his chest. As the bullet exits, you see the little hole through, and you see this black blood fill up and start to pour out. It hits its knees and lands over sideways in this pool of blood with a splash. Um, And the blood starts turning this sickly black color. And you see twisting and and, uh, distorted by the waves of the blood. You see the aurora move in this thing as it basically sinks into this pool of blood. Yep. Martin, one of the cultists, is going to slam his fist down and, weeping, his ears bleeding, take out his dagger, and he's going to lunge for you. He is going to misjudge where uh, you are because the lights and the sound, everything assaulting his senses, he gets it horribly wrong, and he drives his dagger into the back of his friend's skull. His friend, who is the one that was hit with the pickaxe just moments before, crumples to the ground. That makes it rip. I'm going to put the flashlight down. Grab my fucking shovel. <laughs> I'm just gonna fucking brain this guy. Alright, do it. I'm gonna run up and just goddamn brain the fucking goddamn. Should we question him? 
No. no. Oh, me, That's a hit. <laughs> yeah, roll, roll damage. Um, shoveling for a nine. You hear a, a sickening crack, and your shovel um, beats his face into a point where his face goes concave, and he uh, crumples to the ground. Cool. You I hear, go over and turn the battery off. Yeah, you hear a uh, shattering noise as the door from the bullpen uh, to the hallway, uh, not where you guys are standing, the other hallway to the entrance area, shatters in, and you start hearing shuffling and groaning and, and angered uh, scraping noises. Who's closest to me? You are standing directly next to... Uh, I guess Gertie who was grabbing on the... Yeah, Ger- Gertie is like down trying to pull... And uh, Gun and Charity are both standing right next to you. All right, I'm, I'm going to whisper in your grab the flashlight, and then I'm going to pick up Detective Black and get the fuck out of here. Okay. Uh, you pick up this flashlight, and you uh, you guys are booking it out of the back door? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there's a fence that blocks off the alley to the, yes. to the street. Uh, okay, let's get... Dynamite. Yeah. Um, what about the other way? It was a, like an employee hangout area, um, just like an outdoor smoke pit. Was there a door into McGregor? There is not a door on this side into McGregor Lodging. However, you guys, as you are uh, breaking through, you do hear a lot of movement in the alley, just on the other side of the fence. So stealthily. We should go upstairs. You think so? And like, we're kind of trapped, aren't we? We can't get to the town hall side of things. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. There's there's a there's a wall of angry flesh between you and them. Yeah. You wake up. Oh, please. We... <laughs> um, if we get onto the roof, I feel like shit. By the way, if we get onto the roof, we can now uh, jump over to the other side. So, I am shit at jumping. Well, no, I we can get like really a table know. or something from inside and like. Well, it's either climb a fence or attempt to jump across a building. Let's just break down the fence. We got Bernie's. How tall is the fence? About eight feet. Regular old chain link? Uh, No, it's it's like solid wood slats. Oh. Oh, well, let's just beat the shit out of it and get it out. Let's break through. Yeah, you guys. How are you breaking through? Pickaxes. Uh, We're going to do it. Yeah, we got three pickaxes, hammers. I'll I'll assist him. I got an elephant gun. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, really I'm gonna get that new fancy pickaxe, Dan. <laughs> yeah. And I'm gonna put it in, and I'm just gonna use it as a crowbar. Okay. Um, roll. Strength. All right, ripping gun. Yep. Creek. Extreme success. Okay. Uh, you peel off like uh, two of the vertical posts, uh, vertical slats of this thing, and uh, you see Bernie. He's gonna do the same on the other side. Can I spot out first, just to make sure this isn't, like, the worst idea in the world? Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's that real good. Um, that's Dead a hard inside. pass. Hard pass? There is uh, a storm of crows swirling above the town. They're all up and flying overhead. And uh, there's dozens of these blackbirds. They are almost covering the um, aurora. However, the street that you are opening out onto seems empty. Let's seems empty. Thanks. Great. Fuck. Uh, let's keep going. Uh, can I get a stick of dynamite in a jar from you, please? Everybody, let's maybe get across Kitty Corner to the Canada Post and Telegraph Station. Sure. Uh, I think we need to skip the inn. There could be survivors. I, I don't care. But we're suggesting just beeline it to the Canada Post. Yeah, Kitty Corner across. Let's send uh, Bernice 
across first and see what happens. Okay. Can I have a dynamite? Thank you. I have a dynamite in the jar. Okay. Uh, Bernie goes. Fuck no, I don't. Uh, Wash goes. Hey, just sit <laughs> down for no, a minute and let Charity <laughs> let Charity just tell you all the reasons why you should. <laughs> Charity, right, take it away. Charity. <laughs> Are you going to try to persuade these guys to go forward? Yeah, I am. All right. Mm. See what the pretty Southern Belle is there. Eighty. Is that a pass? pass? Yep. Bernie and Wash look at each other, and uh, Wash lifts up his hands and I am too sold. No, not doing it. And Bernie, fuck, fine. Um, you guys are close, though, right? Yep, yep, right behind you. Okay. Right. Right behind he hops you. out of the uh, fence and starts hoofing it across. Are you guys just sitting there watching him? Pretty much. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. I'm gonna roll spot hit and see what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Okay. Like I'll cover him with my rifle. Yeah, that's a success. Okay. Uh, you see, uh, there's a shift of the pattern of the crows above as he breaks out into the open road. Okay? And you start hearing their cacophony of noise again as, they, as they're going up. And he is booking it towards this radio tower. And as he reaches um, Main Street and looks down, he suddenly stops, uh, looks behind himself towards you guys, and is like, what the fuck? And then he is uh, something from behind the corner of the building grabs him and pulls him. Oh out of shit! How how fast and hard? Are you okay, me? <laughs> <laughs> she literally covered her eyes. Yeah. How hard and fast? Oh, like instant. So would it jostle that dynamite? That really, really <laughs> tender dynamite that we gave you, Bernie. That's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie turns and like lifts up his hands in a guys kind of motion as this large black fingered clawed hand. You see the hand and the arm. It is enough to wrap almost entirely around his torso and pull him. And as he is moved, the resulting explosion sends this wave of dust and light. Uh, I need everyone to make constitution checks, please. Boom! Grab our back! Oh, success. Right on the nose. What are we doing, Constance? Extreme success. Fuck, I can't take any damage here. No, it's a constitution. Okay, I'm good. I'm gonna spend luck to make it a pass. This cacophony of noise and light. Because it is not just his dynamite that goes off. It is the dozen shotgun shells that he had in his backpack. Oh. Bitch. <laughs> Shit. There is a rapid succession of shots and ex- micro explosions following this one very loud explosion. The crows <laughs> scatter with this noise and light. Um, Now's our chance to run. Uh, what were our uh, successes here for the uh, uh, 48? That's a pass. 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 Extreme success. Extreme success. Pass. Pass. Success. Success. Okay, all of you that passed are now deafened for the next minute. Rip, you're fine. Yeah. You're guys. Good. Guys. Guys. You're the only one that's kind of <laughs> adjusted as everyone is dealing with the fact that their heads are ringing. Uh. You look, you see a crater. The side of this building that is this residence has been gutted. 
as this resulting explosion. Pretty much this entire intersection has just been I want to use my spot to see if there's anything going on in this. So this was the building directly across from us? Yes. Okay. That's oh, extreme oh, success. Yeah, I rolled a three. Okay, you see like uh, a chunk of uh, Bernie fall and like land on the ground directly next to you. Like this, this hairy jaw kind of falls on the ground next to you, and you recognize the the tint of hair that is on it. But the thing that really catches your attention is this. This ruined torso of a beast. It's probably 15 feet tall. Its arm is gone. It's got this huge blackened scar. And it is screaming in pain. Um, the other arm is monstrous and huge. Uh, spines and, and little spikes have grown out of this thing's other arm and the rest of its body. And you see the features that you would recognize as twisted version of the sheriff. The guy whose jacket I'm wearing? The guy whose jacket you're wearing. Yeah. Uh, Who is standing there giant, nude, hairless, and drawn out. You see the sickening forms of stuff moving under his skin. And he is sitting there howling, and as he opens his mouth to howl, this thick black worm stretches out four feet from his mouth and then sucks back in. He is on the ground and dazed. What would you like to do? I'm going to grab the Molotov cocktail from you and fucking light it. I'm going to run across the street and just go, I'm leaving, this isn't a throw. I'm going to get close enough and just like lob it into his fucking lap while everybody runs past. Like uh, from a safe distance, From right? a safe distance. Yeah. Where are you guys trying to get to? Canada Post. Um, okay. You hop through, grab the Molotov from uh, Detective Martin, who is sitting here with ringing ears. And I'm motioning for everybody to just fucking go. Yeah. As I run over to this thing as close as I think that I possibly can, light it and just lob it into its lap. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, roll a throw with advantage. Oof. I don't know, guys. Come on, Rip. We believe in you. I shall cross off Molotov cocktail. All right. Can I roll the dex? Throw with advantage. Okay. Nine. Nine, that is a hard success. You walk up to this thing, um, which, now that you are close to it, uh, you will have to make a sanity check. Sure. But, uh, roll it with advantage. That's a success. Okay. You look up at this thing, and it is twisted and ruined. It... It's one claw hits the ground as its head kind of twists 180 degrees and its eyes finally adjust to look at you. It looks like you had blown its head. I'm going to blow a kiss at it and throw the cocktail. Okay, you blow a kiss at it uh, and it goes up like a torch. Like this thing just instantly ignites. Uh, even faster than you would think it would with the, with the Molotov. You guys all book past him. No. I hang back with that jar of dynamite, put it beside the door that the people are trying to get through inside the building, light the fuse, and then I run. Blowing up the rest of the town hall in Cortez? Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Roll a dex. Sure. 86. That's a pass. Okay. 
this screeching noise as you light up the sheriff. His his engorged features are just um, instantly engulfed in flame. And then another second, a secondary explosion goes off, and you hear more screams of uh, and wails of pain. Uh, the crows are now swirling in this massive storm above you, um, and they're starting to re-coalesce as they spread from the initial explosion. Everyone outside, make a sanity check with disadvantage. Oh. Oh. Oh, success. Yeah. Yeah, Rip and counter just fine. <laughs> How's Wash doing? Oh, watch this one. What did you roll? Dan, something has happened. What? I've rolled a 98. I rolled a 97. <laughs> oh. 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 Intelligence rolls for both of you, please. Intelligence? Yeah, disadvantage since both of you uh, critically fail. Uh, however, you're What is this? Intelligence? Intelligence. Am I smart? Yes, you oh, are. Oh, I still pass, actually. Fail? 74, oh, yeah. I got right. Yeah. You want to fail this. I, uh, I want to fail this one? Yeah. Well, I've I got seventy four against eighty. Can you overspend luck to bring that number up? <laughs> Can I spend? Yeah, luck? I'll give it to you. Can I spend luck to fail? Yeah. The reason why you're trying to fail this is because it's an ignorance roll. If you are too ignorant to understand the horrors in front of you and whatnot, you f- you uh, don't take the damage. Would it help that they're all like still rush fans? No, I tried. No. You're gonna take two sanity damage, and because it's not more than five, you, you should be fine. So you're gonna take two sanity damage. Yeah, I busted some luck in there too. Okay, fail. you're you're you just put your head down, stick your fingers in your ears, and start singing. All right, uh, you guys make it into the. Uh, I'm Canada. good. I'm just good. Ah, uh, you're good. You're oh, good. Sweet. Yeah. Um, and even Charity, who is uh, shaking and terrified of what is going on. Uh, you guys make it into the Canada Post building. Um, the town seems alive as you guys slam the doors closed behind you. Are you doing anything to kind of keep the doors locked? Yeah. Yeah, I have two feet of chain with padlock and I have more padlock, so I'm just going... You gave the two feet of chain with padlock to Alex. That's right. I have pittance. I'm going to start hammering the pittance down to keep it closed. It and swings up. All right, I'm going to search the I have my area. dynamite slinging uh, metal rod. Can, can we put it through the... Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I rolled a 45, which is a hard pass to a spot hidden around the, the room okay. for something to block the um, You are standing in front of the Canada Post and Telegraph. This is a fairly large and empty room. There are several uh, boxes that are just stacked off to the side and one large desk counter space behind. Behind that is a large warehouse space where uh, supplies and whatnot are shipped out. To your right is a wall with a double door that is closed, and it's got wired glass lights through it. And inside, you see a large machine, uh, uh, electronic monstrosity of sorts, and there is a chair pulled up to a desk with a telegraph bumper there. Um, you see that through the glass. Um, as for in this room, there is a uh, handcart dolly, but that's it. You slip the bar through the door as you hear this sickly chanting start to emerge from the, the mindless howls and screams. 
um, and you look outside to see this shifting dark mass start to walk its way towards you as the town has finally coalesced and all of the cultists, all of the people ha- are starting to walk toward the, the uh, Canada Post radio tower. You guys are looking through the window seeing this and then uh, you hear another wet slavery noise and as you wonder where that noise came from because it doesn't quite sound like it's coming from outside you hear a wet slopping sound and you turn towards this large warehouse area that uh, Gunn was looking at and you see this amorphous ball of sorts full of eyes and mouths you see this large sickly pale frostbitten but still like dead-looking, fleshy pseudopod reach out onto the countertop and it pulls itself forward, its mouths gibbering madly. This has been an It's a Mimic production. You can find more quality content on iTunes, Spotify, or YouTube, or at www.itsamimic.com.